What's going on and welcome to the Take a Step podcast. I'm your host, Josh Johnston, founder of Take a Step. It's a community that's focused on bringing together like-minded individuals that are all focused on growth and personal excellence so that we can really push each other towards maximizing each individual's God-given potential. If you find value in this podcast, please leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on. It helps us to grow the community and ultimately change more lives for the better. Feel free to give me a follow on social media at Take a Step and reach out to me if you have any questions or just want to connect. With that being said, let's dive in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of the Take a Step podcast. If you're listening right now, then you've either been following along as we've been getting things kicked off on Instagram and other social media platforms over the last few months, or you're tuning in down the road after we've hopefully grown this thing to a sizable audience. But either way, thank you so much for tuning in, and I'm so thankful that you're here. I think it would make the most sense to kick things off with a little bit of background on myself and my story because I think that would provide a pretty good segue to how we got here today and to the beginning of the Take a Step podcast. Uh, But I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, in a a family that I feel tremendously blessed to call my family. Two parents who loved the Lord and and instilled strong morals and values in me as a young kid. Uh, And two siblings who I consider to be two of my best friends in the world. Shout out Jake and Leela. But I attribute pretty much everything I am today to my family. So very thankful to have them in my life. But throughout my childhood, I was a pretty active kid. Uh, You'd find me really anywhere running around the neighborhood, throwing a ball around, running around with airsoft guns with my buddies or uh, at the local Little League park, which is really only a couple blocks up the road from our house. But I just loved anything sports and outdoors. And I would say, honestly, at most activities I partook in, I was pretty talented. I mean, I had a I had a pretty good skill level. The thing that held me back consistently throughout my childhood and really on into my high school years even was that I was significantly undersized. I had to watch so many of my close buddies begin to grow and develop into young men years before I did. And it was really challenging mentally for me uh, because I would constantly be sitting at home late at night, really questioning God and his timing, saying, you know, God, why is it taking me so long to grow? Why is it that I have to sit back and watch so many of my buddies begin to grow and develop into the young men that you designed them to be? Uh, when I'm sitting here feeling like a little kid. So that was very challenging. But looking back in hindsight, uh, I now realize that God was really just working his plan and his timing in a way that I would have never understood at the time because he was molding a specific character trait. And that's the trait of having a strong work ethic. Because at that time, I was forced to have to outwork everybody just to compete, just to keep up with the level of competition. Um, And it reminds me of of a verse from Genesis uh, that I think we can all resonate with. And it goes like this. Well, first I'll give some context. So there's this, there was this guy named Joseph and he had a father named Jacob and he had uh, a lot of siblings, a lot of brothers. And his brothers started to develop strong jealousy for Joseph because Jacob loved Joseph uh, more than the others. So they began to, to foster hate for him and they plotted against him and they ended up selling him into slavery. And years later, uh, they come face to face again and they realized that the same people that they sold him to, uh, he proved to be wildly successful and worked his way up. Uh, and when they come face to face, Joseph looks at his brothers and says this, Genesis 50, verse 20. Joseph says, you planned evil against me. God planned it for good to bring about the present result. And I'll read that again. Genesis 50, 20. 
You planned evil against me, but God planned it for good to bring about the present result. Now, I think we can take so much out of that, really relative to anybody's situation, whether if it's someone actually planning evil against you, uh, or you just feel like the world is stacked against you and you're going through some challenging times and and facing some adversity. uh, Because I guarantee you 99% of the time, that same hard time that we're facing, we can look back on now later on in life and find so many good things that we took out of that when at the moment, it just seemed like a living hell. Uh, so there, I, I, I love the idea of just understanding that God can use the challenges and the adversity that we face in life to bring about a good result. So on into my high school years, uh, I was still significantly undersized and it was still very challenging to live through for me because what ultimately ended up happening is I was finding my identity in all the wrong places. Uh, I was so badly seeking the approval of others because I didn't even have the approval of myself. And that's a very dangerous spot to be in. Um, So yeah, that was very challenging. But really, my passions in high school were baseball and football. Uh, I loved, still loved athletics, but I knew that baseball was what I really wanted to do after high school on into college and had a dream of playing professional baseball. But um, being an undersized kid, I wasn't getting all of these, you know, high or uh, re- recruiting letters from coaches and calls, uh, and I wasn't I wasn't this highly touted recruit. So, I, and the thing is, is I knew I had the skill level to play somewhere. I just had to generate the interest. Um, so, in my free time, whether if it was at the end of classes or I just start looking through college baseball schedules and figuring out what colleges were even out there and trying to find the coach's email. I had a little mock email that I had put together along with a recruiting video that I would send out really just trying to get a workout or some sort of visit. And I received an email back from a coach of a small NAI school up in North Georgia named Truett McConnell University. But he invited me out for a workout. I had a great workout, loved the coaches, loved the, the culture that they instilled in the program. And I received a scholarship offer and accepted that offer. And that's where I went to spend my college years playing baseball and going to school. Uh, and I had an amazing experience and I took so many valuable uh, skills and, and resources away from my college experience and, and learn so many things that I really didn't expect to learn going into college. For example, you know, I really learned uh, how to grow and develop in my faith and my walk with Christ, uh, which is something that, you know, rarely happens throughout your college years. And I was so blessed and fortunate to get that experience. I learned what hard work truly looks like. We, we have so much access to people that talk about hard work through content uh, which is a good thing, but actually seeing action behind those those words was a first for me and had such a big impact on how I went about my work moving forward. I learned how to be a team player, how to find and develop meaningful relationships, how to have a strong mindset, how to lead a team, and especially with the sport of baseball, how to handle and overcome adversity. Because in a sport where some of the best players in the world uh, step up to the plate and fail seven out of ten times, You have to know how to look adversity in the eyes, uh, be able to dig deep and keep moving forward. But since hanging up the cleats, I've worked in sales for the past three years. I married my best friend in the world, Jaden, about a year and a half ago, and we bought a house in the suburbs of Atlanta last year, which is where we're currently growing and building our lives together, uh, along with our dog, Cooper, who's a German short hair pointer. But all of that brings me to where I'm at today, which is the beginning of the Take a Step podcast. And while I do enjoy my career, I've really always had this dream and aspiration to create something for myself, uh, which brings us to the overall purpose and mission of Take a Step. And that's simple. The overall purpose and mission of Take a Step is to bring together like-minded individuals who are all chasing after personal excellence, 
with the goal of pushing one another to maximize each individual's God-given potential. And over the past decade, I've really developed a true passion for the mindset of taking action, uh, taking action to achieve personal growth and development and take a step as a result of this passion and paired with my desire to start and build something. So there are five specific areas or core values, if you will, that all the content that comes from Take a Step will be filtered through. Uh, and I want to give a little bit of perspective on each one for you. And I'll, so, so the first one, we have faith. Uh, and I, I want to preface this by saying I think there's a common misconception, especially in America, when it comes to faith. Because we often hear expressions like a man of faith or a woman of faith. And automatically, we, we assume that that person is referring to Christianity. The thing is, is that every single person in the world has faith in something, whether if it's faith in a God, uh, faith in science, faith in, the, faith in their own personal sovereignty, whatever it is, everybody has faith in something. It just determines, it just depends on what that faith is. And for me personally, my faith is rooted uh, in what Christ has accomplished on the cross for us and the redemption that he promises us through a relationship with him. Um, and I, I think that what you believe in will ultimately shape your identity. And I've really coined my own definition for identity, and it goes like this. The source at which I find my energy that drives every action that I take. The source at which I find my energy that drives every action that I take. Ultimately, what we identify with will shape our priorities and, and the schedule for our lives. We can really do an audit of our lives and figure out what our priorities are and ultimately what our identity is by what we spend our time doing. Number two, we have relationships. There's a great quote by Andy Stanley, and he says, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And there's another quote that most of us have probably heard, and it's, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Those who we surround ourselves with and associate with will have a direct impact on the trajectory of our lives. And whether we want to admit it or not, they have an influence on us. That said, why would we not want to surround ourselves with the people who embody those character traits of the type of person that we want to become? So let's take our relationships serious and provide substance and look for substance out of relationships and meaning uh, rather than just looking for those who we want to have a good time with. Next, we have career. And I think about the idea of time being our most valuable asset and, and not trading that time away for money. So many people get caught in the trap of viewing their career as a way to, to spend their time in order to earn money. And then they'll use that same money to buy back the time that they just spent to earn that money. I'll explain it in this way. There's a great story of the businessman and the fisherman. And it goes like this. Some of you may have heard it. Uh, but there's this fisherman that's sitting on the beach at the end of a day uh, with a line in the water fishing and sipping on a cold beverage, just relaxing, catching some fish so he can take it home and feed his family for dinner. And then there's this businessman who's walking down the beach after a long day at the office, office resolving conflicts, and uh, he crosses paths with the fisherman. Uh, and he says, how's it going, sir? And the fisherman says, oh, just have a line in the water, relaxing, catching some fish for, to feed my family tonight. And the businessman says, oh, I have an idea for you. What if you went and invested a little bit of money bought a couple more rods and reels and some more tackle, put a couple lines in the water, caught some more fish, not only fed your family, but also sold some and made a little bit more money. The fisherman looks at him and says, okay, why would I do that? He says, well, maybe after a certain period of time, after you build up a little bit of wealth, you can purchase a boat, maybe go deeper out into the ocean, catch some bigger fish that are worth a little bit more money, uh, continue to feed your family, but then you know exponentially earn more money over time. 
And the fisherman says, okay, why would I do that? He says, well, maybe one day after you know some more time, you can buy a couple boats, hire a couple crews, uh, and then start a really good business and really start doing well for yourself. And the fisherman says, okay, well, why would I do that? And the businessman says, well, after a long period of time, after you know making a lot of money from having this business, uh, you can retire and then just be able to fish on the beach and not have to worry about much else in life other than just feeding your family. And the fisherman says, well, what do you think I'm doing right now? Now, I think we can take so much out of that because we have the luxury and are afforded the capability right now to create the life we want to live. Now, as a disclaimer, I would never be one to say that it is wrong to have financial goals because I personally have very aggressive financial goals for my life. Uh, But at the same time, I would never want to be put in the position to where I value my financial return more than the time that I spend in this life. Number four, we have physical health. Now, I can go on a rabbit trail about the impact that taking your physical health seriously can have on your life and the impact it's had on my life personally. Um, But I'll keep it simple with this. Hard is relative. Hard is relative to you no matter what situation you're walking through. But no matter what, always choose hard. Always choose to put yourself through hard situations and overcome adversity uh, because there's something about accomplishing hard things, especially from a physical standpoint, that will have an impact on every other aspect of your life. If we can choose to put ourselves through something hard, then when we ha- the way we handle our relationships, the way we handle our work life, and every other aspect of our life will be so much easier because we've already accomplished something hard that we chose to put ourselves through and endure. Number five, we have mental health. Now, when I think about mental health, I really think about our thought lives and how our thoughts will shape our actions. There's a great book called The 4-8 Principle by Tommy Newberry that I read. Uh, that's really, it breaks down Philippians 4-8, which is all about dwelling on the positives in life. And he dives into the power behind really finding the positive outlook in any situation that you could walk through. And I'll read Philippians 4-8 real quick. It's finally, brothers, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is any praise, dwell on these things. So really finding that positive outlook in your situation and thinking positively, then acting positively, and ultimately living positively. So through this podcast, I want to be genuine and real. I'm not going to come on here and try to pretend to be somebody I'm not. Uh, I'm not someone with all the answers. I'm not some guru. Uh, I'm still learning and growing every day along with 99% of the people who are going to listen to this podcast. I'll share my opinion on things that work for me and also things that I personally struggle with. And hopefully I'll build a community full of people that that will embody that same practice, The, the practice of sharing and celebrating in the successes, but also sharing and celebrating in the struggles and failures and challenges in life. Because what we find is that there is strength found in that struggle. So this is my first step into the podcast space. I've been waiting for a while because I really, I wanted to have all the right equipment and know how to perfectly edit and get the best video. Uh, but I realized that all of that can come with time. What's most important right now is just taking that first step and getting started. So while there obviously is going to be lots of room for improvement, we're just getting started and we'll gradually get better along the way. And I'm so thankful you're jumping on now at the beginning. 
So as this first episode comes to a close, my hope is that through this platform, a community will grow full of driven individuals who want to better themselves so that they can go out and make the world a better place and have an impact on the world and leave a legacy. So with that being said, thank you so much for checking out the Take a Step podcast. If you enjoyed this and find value in it, please leave a rating and review so that we can continue to grow and build something special and make a positive difference in the world. So with that being said, thanks for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode.